All right, what's going on, Best Damn Nation? Welcome to the show. Um, I'm your host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I got the best damn crew uh, in the whole wide world. Uh, Chef Showtime, what's happening, partner? How you doing? All right, we got LP Don over there. What's going on? All right, and uh, last but not least, we got Mr. Everything. Yeah, what's going on, people? Hey, what's going on, partner? Boy, hey, listen, I'm happy to be with you guys. I'm I'm excited about this whole thing. Um, this is the best damn wrestling show, man. The best damn podcast. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, we're giving a uh, perspective from wrestling fans, by wrestling fans, to wrestling fans. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we're just going to uh, let you guys know what we think about the wrestling world. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, first of all, let's go ahead and uh, I just want to do some introductions. I know I did my like introductions, but I want you guys to introduce yourself, let the world know who you is. Chef Showtime, what's happening, partner? Shit, I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm all right, all right. Uh, so you based out of Phoenix, right? Yeah, I live in Phoenix, but I'm originally from California. Been out here since 2008, living the dream. All right, awesome, awesome. Hey, listen, this is one of the best chefs that I know on the West Coast. Uh, anything that you want, he'll whip it up for you. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, but so he's a he's a uh, professional chef and longtime wrestling fan. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm glad to have you here. Thank you, thank you. All right, all right. Let's go. Let's go to Raleigh, man. LP the Don. What's happening, partner? What's going on, man? First, Selma, man. I'm in Selma, Johnson County. Oh, Johnson <laughs> Yeah, down there with in the sticks with the with the with the uh the ticks and the mosquitoes. Yeah, almost the underground railroad if they would have came this way. <laughs> you know, that's right. All right, look like you're in your studio, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I try to do everything in the house kind of hectic, so I came back here in my studio, little home studio. Yeah. And uh LP is uh uh been a longtime professional photographer for a while, uh an event planner. Entrepreneur, uh, business mogul in the making, whatever you want to call it. LP does it all, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm happy to have you here, uh, on the show, LP, to get your perspective. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. No holes barred. No holes barred. We're going at it. We're going at it, Jack. And last but not least, we have professional wrestler, uh, grapple, uh, expert, you know what I'm saying? Uh, boost the asses. Canada. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite wrestlers. First time I seen this brother, I was so invested into his match. And this was live. This was like downtown Raleigh. He was wrestling in the streets. And there was this old lady that she was so invested in his match. She was like, get him. Kill him. Kill him. No, don't you. You get off my boy. You get off him. She was invested. And that's how you know that's the mark of a great wrestler. You know what I'm saying? And we got wrestler entertainer. And, and and professional heartbreaker, Mr. Everything. Hit the Andrews. What's happening? <laughs> professional heartbreaker. I don't want look, I don't want that kind of accolade, all that extra, all that pressure, nothing like that. But I am Mr. And, and I guess you gotta be able to do everything if you want to miss everything. So I guess I gotta take the heartbreaker as well. So what up, people? There What's you, going on? There you go. And uh we are the best damn wrestling uh crew uh so look fellas let's go ahead and get into this thing because we got a couple topics that we got to hit uh and while we got some people watching we just gotta um first of all 
Let me give a shout out to our sponsor, Idocam. Uh, Idocam is the uh, all-in-one best vlog camera. I don't care if you're doing a bar mitzvah, if you're vlogging, if you uh, got birthday or something coming up, quinceanera, you need this camera. You need this camera, dog. So we just want to give a shout out uh, to Idocam. Uh, whenever you get a chance, just click on the link below. Uh, go to idocam.co. Hashtag best damn wrestling podcast. All right. Uh, so, fellas, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, the wrestling world is all the blaze. The last two, three weeks has been uh, kind of hectic. And what's been taking over the entire uh, timeline and storyline is the Vince McMahon scandal. Okay. So, apparently, uh, and this is coming from uh, ESPN. Uh, this is the source that I'm using. Uh, Vince McMahon supposedly uh, paid off an employee uh, $3 million. Uh, and she signed the NDA saying that uh, she won't say anything. Uh, but I want to get you guys' thoughts on this. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and, and actually I'm going to start with Mr. Everything. What are your thoughts on uh, the Vince McMahon uh, scandal going on in WWE? <laughs> Uh, my my take on it is scandal is a scandal. Uh, it's professional wrestling. I mean, we hear about stuff all the time. A lot of this stuff is coming out now because it's 2022. It's the Me Too era. The, the, the you did me wrong and I did you wrong era. Everybody's coming out with their stories and stuff like that. This is stuff that's been happening for, man, decades. You know what I mean? It's been happening for decades. And now it's all coming out because, let's be, let's be honest, people need money. Uh, is was he right for what he did? Absolutely not. You know, I'm not condoning, not not supporting him one at all. But why why now? Why come out and speak about it now? You know what I mean? Like, what's what's the end game for bringing all this stuff up now? So that's my take on it. Yeah, I, I think it's very interesting, man. And um, the board of directors from WWE uh, are doing an investigation, or they did an investigation, and they and they found this out. Uh, but they didn't just find this out. They found some other cases uh, of NDAs between uh, Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis, uh, who was the head of talent in WWE. And uh, look, I'm a, I'm a longtime wrestling fan. And you guys all know this ain't the first scandal that we've ever heard from Vince yeah. Just keep it honest. Keep it all the way above. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and when I saw him come out, it just it, he just gave me uh, the Wolf of Wall Street vibes. <laughs> and all, all, all the media was saying, "Oh, he's gonna get, he's gonna leave, he's gonna leave WWE, he's gonna retire." I'm like, "He's not leaving. He's not leaving. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere, man. That's Vince McMahon, man. He he done been through hell and back. You know what I'm saying? LP, what's your thoughts on it, brother? I mean, I I really want surprise to be perfectly honest. It's Vince. Vince got all that money, and he can do what he want to do. And what can anybody really say? Like. Vince is like that that unstoppable monster, even though people really say he shouldn't even be running the company no more because it's not the same. He he doesn't have what he used to have with running the company, but he still runs. Who's, who's going to tell him different? So I wasn't surprised. I'm sure there's a lot of women. Vince is like 200 years old and a billionaire. <laughs> if you think you're not paying for it or giving women the hook, and I can imagine some of the female wrestlers that probably could have came out that you know got real real but i think the funny thing about this story is it wasn't it, it it came from a different source it wasn't from like a wrestling podcast or wrestling i mean it came, it came from a totally different uh 
Sprout when it was exposed. This by was, being this was like all hands on deck, all channel news, man. I mean, talking about CNN, ABC, uh, ESPN. Hell, I even think I saw something on Disney. So it's just, it's, it's, all, it's all across the board, man. And, uh, you know, like I said, this ain't the first thing that I've heard as far as the scandal is concerned. And obviously, if she signed the NDA and she received $3 million, I think she kind of came to, I'm, I, I, I would hate to speculate, but I feel like if you took $3 million in bribe money, you know what it was. You know what I'm saying? You knew what it was. I don't, I don't necessarily. I, I think I don't think she necessarily came out. I think somebody found out and brought it up, and then it's just kind of connected to her. Like yeah. they never said that she came out. At least maybe, maybe I'm missing some parts of the story. Like I don't remember her being the initial whistleblower. I don't think they never said who the initial whistleblower is. That's what people don't be talking about. Somebody in the office. Somebody in WWE office is the one who. Blew this whistle, and I don't think it was hurt. Yeah, what what you what you think, Showtime? I agree with LP. Um, but like everybody says, you Vince man, who he got too much money. <laughs> <laughs> he was like R. Kelly for a little bit, but R. Kelly got cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh man. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, like I, I think everything will come to life though, because you know. There's a couple of rapper uh, wrestlers just stepping out right now about it, like Nia Jax. He's stepping out about John Laurinaitis, how he's treating people. So when it hits, it's gonna hit. You do you guys think this is a, a little bit of fallout between uh, from from the the Sasha Naomi thing? Uh, and I, it just dawned on me because you know, it's, I mean, I'm talking about as far as like. Talent relations, John Laurinaitis, some of the the biases that's been, uh, yeah. you know, apparently made in WWE. Do you think some of this came out? I mean, it's 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 kind of ironic. This came out right after the Naomi Sasha scandal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it got something to do with it. Parts of it, you know, because they like they said, there's the first two women tag team champions, black women tag team champions at that. Yeah, it got something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see if uh, if something really gonna occur. I think the difference between it being the mainstream versus, you know, between wrestling fans is I don't think it's gonna go away as much as things like the, uh, just like how everybody's a contract worker versus having insurance and all the stuff that they don't talk about mainstream like they, you know, like it should be. I think with this, right. it may be a little. I think I think this may be a little bit different because so many mm -hmm. big powerful networks are really covered. Yeah, man. Um, I, I just want to ask: Do you think this is going to hurt uh, WWE uh, in any kind of way? Obviously, uh, the last two three weeks they brought out the big guns to kind of like <laughs> uh, drown the story out. You know what I'm saying? They brought out Brock Lesnar. You ain't heard nothing else about this scandal. And then after they brought out Brock Lesnar, they brought John Cena back for his uh, 20th year, year uh, anniversary um, of wrestling. Um, they're finding different ways to kind of cover up the story. I'm not mad at it. I'm not because I'm a wrestling fan. I don't want to see all of all of the unless it's built into a storyline. Then I won't see it. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but other than that, man, I, I really uh I really hope that you know the company gets through these little milestones, man, and, and just keep you know bringing us some great wrestling, you know. What I mean, uh, like I said, obviously, this is not the first uh thing that we've heard from Bisman, man. Hold up, do you guys remember the storyline uh with Linda McMahon? When Linda McMahon on screen say, "I'm, I'm get, I want a divorce." Yes. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I think that WWE does a really good job of of blending real life uh, with storyline, man. And uh, you know, I'm I'm interested to see if there's going to be some type of angle on that, or it's probably not. I think uh, from some of the reports that I've seen, uh, Vince chose to step away from the. Uh, the CEO position. I'm not sure how true that is because I don't have any direct insight. Um, but like I said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see moving forward uh, how this goes. I think he needs to. You think he needs to? I've been watching wrestling my whole life. I've seen Attitude Area. I've seen Roots of Aggression. I've seen all these eras. And as much as I still like to watch wrestling now, Vince, Vince came, he can't do the stories. Like he'll push the wrong people at the wrong times and yes. don't even start on the hurt business. How the hurt business was running. Huh. Don't, don't mention that. That's a sore spot for me. That, that is that is a sore, sore, sore spot for me, Jack. That was one of the best factions ever and one of the best black factions, period. Thank and you. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a whole show by itself when it comes to the hurt business. I'm still mad about that shit. Yeah, but I, I just feel like some of the decisions he made. I don't know. I, I just don't think they work. I just really think it's time for him. The man is a billionaire. Just go live your life. Why even be stressed with all this stuff going on? Like, just chill. Let somebody else win. Well, I I do know that he did step down as uh, CEO, and Stephanie is the interim CEO as of right now. Yeah. Uh, until all this stuff kind of kind of plays out. Um, I do agree. He does need to kind of just go home and sit down for a little bit. Go grab a couple of playgirls and and go play. Like whatever you want to do, let's go do. Like you got the money for it, right? Um, I mean, because look at NXT 2.0. I mean, you you, you could have left NXT in the hands of Triple H. It was doing magnificent. You know what I mean, like it was it was just amazing what Triple H was doing with NXT. And then you turn around because you like you like having all these meatheads and. You know, please don't get me started with with, with that because you know, thirteen years in the game, been you know killing myself trying to get signed. Then we lost Victor uh, Andrews, um, so we'll get him back in the uh, in a second. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I mean this this is going to be interesting. You know, oh there you go. There you go. He popped back. Yeah, in. there you go. I wouldn't have put it in the hands of Stephanie. <laughs> well, if you think about it, Stephanie and Triple H together yeah. can, can make things happen. So I don't think it's just solely in the hands of Stephanie. I mean, I think Triple H does have an influence. But, you know, it, you could have just left everything in. Fine. Where is Shane? Yeah, Shane. Doing what Vince is supposed to be doing? Sitting back and living his best life? They kick Shane to... Shane get fired every year. Every year he come back, he get fired. I don't know, man. I think Shane was supposed to be, like, their prodigal son, man. He was supposed to take the reins of the company. Um, 
I don't know what happened with that, where the ball was dropped with that, man. I, I love Vince ain't going to let go. Yeah, I don't think Vince like his son that much. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he like his new son. I was that theory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he love him. He give him every opportunity. Uh, well, listen, we we already spoke about uh, Stephanie McMahon. I think that since she's been aboard, she's been doing a lot of great things uh, socially for the WWE. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Make a wish. Uh, all of these different foundations, man. And, um, you know, the WWE has definitely uh, grown their uh, philanthropic message around the world uh, with some of the things that they've been doing. So, um, I'm happy that I would be happy with Stephanie and Hunter kind of taking the reins of the company. Um, I think I would like that because Hunter knows the business. He knows how to run it and he's learned from Vince. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be mad uh, if, if Stephanie uh, and Hunter started running the company. I, 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 I don't say the Triple H. <laughs> Triple H don't need that stress. Yeah, that man don't need that stress. He don't need the stress to run that company because you know that he that heart ain't he can't have that stress. Yeah, like you I, know I, I would have if he never yeah. even came. Man, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Triple H. No, man, that's one. He always been one of my top ones, but he knows stress. You know how stress is on running. We all we all run either we run our own business or we work, and that small amount of stress. You, you trying to put that stress on him? <laughs> His heart gonna explode. He did just have uh what was it heart surgery? It wasn't yeah. heart surgery, was it? He just had some type of surgery. Was it heart surgery? Yeah, he yeah. just had heart surgery not too long ago. He had a major yeah, so uh yeah, man. So that's uh yeah, yeah, you got you 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 know what LP I ain't even think about that. <laughs> you kinda you kinda got a point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do. Well, speaking of uh, Stephanie, speaking of Stephanie and uh, and Triple H, man, uh, this 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 has been uh, big on Twitter, on Instagram, on all of social media. Matter of fact, WWE said that this was one of their most liked photos in WWE Instagram history, which was the Logan Paul contract signing to WWE. Uh, and apparently he's supposed to be working a full-time contract uh, with WWE, and apparently he has some uh, some uh, plans for SummerSlam against The Miz. I want to get each one of you guys' take on Logan Paul. I'm pretty sure that you've seen him perform at WrestleMania. I thought he did a good job, only second to Bad Bunny. Uh, <laughs> only second to Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was shocking now, you know what I'm saying, for me. Uh, so let me let me get some some ideas of what you guys think about this Logan Paul signing, man, and and uh, somebody from the social media world stepping into wrestling. I know Mike Demiz has done it, and a couple of other people have done it. Uh, Chef Showtime, what you think about this new signing? I think it's a joke. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they they brought him onto the show because all his followers, you know, they get him to get more followers. His wrestling is uh it's all right, but yeah, it's just it's a show. You're yeah. not you're not feeling it. Nah. Because <laughs> since I watch his boxing matches, I'm like, ah, yeah, no. <laughs> you're not a fighter, man. All right. LP, what you got? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't believe he signed a full time contract. I think, I think they made it like that just for the story. But I can't see him being no full time every week, and because he, he's not gonna take it that serious. Even with boxing, like to be mm. perfect, I think dude's a decent boxer. But if he fights somebody real, like the people he's been fighting the setups, they've been bums. Like he, he need to fight a real legit boxer, and then we can who, talk. Who, who's real in Floyd Money Mayweather? No, but if he, like, damn, damn, Floyd Mayweather could have killed that dude in the first round if he really. Right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I it's a real face to me. It was, <laughs> you know, like Floyd and um uh uh what's the name of. Uh, from the UFC, I don't know. Mine went by. Yeah, like, come on now. It was entertaining. And I get, yeah. see, like, now when it comes to boxing and stuff, the entertainment is the main thing. Like, most of these YouTuber fights, and I'll be watching this, this ain't, they ain't no damn boxers. So I don't think, I don't think he's going to take it seriously. I mean, I think he, I think he did a good job. I just think he was better than Bad Bunny, me personally. I, I was, I was shocked. I thought he did some stuff I did not expect him to do. I took him. Lightly, but I don't. He'll be fighting the Miz and little stuff like that. But he's not gonna be fighting Brock for the for no or going against Roman Reigns. So you know he he'll, he'll be that's just, just like just like Chef said that his fans will watch the little bit of times he's out there, but they're not gonna keep watching it either. Like it's not gonna last. You know, either you're a fan or you ain't. Yeah, uh, Mr. Everything. Let me get your uh, your standpoint from a psychology standpoint when it comes to. Uh, somebody from outside the wrestling world now jumping into wrestling and becoming a professional wrestler. How do, how do wrestlers feel about that? Like real wrestlers, like real indie wrestlers. How do they feel about that? You see, you see the look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> you see the look on my face. I mean, come on, man. You you, you got a bunch of independent wrestlers. We're out here. We we couldn't yeah, us every weekend. We were told, you know, you go out there, you you make a name for yourself, you build up a reputation, you travel the road, you you know, you go all over the place, and then you know you do everything right, and then we bring you in, you know, give you a look, you know, stuff like that, and then you turn around and somebody like Logan Paul gets a contract. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like come on, like 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 LP said, he ain't fought nobody. He, he just it's just uh. It's, it's the the showmanship, and I give him that he has showmanship, he has the charisma, or whatever. But can you really see him doing a singles match, going five ten minutes in a singles match? Tag matches, that's one thing. You can tag out when you get tired. They can cover your mistakes, your flaws, and everything like that. But when you in there one on one with somebody, like a vet, like put him in there with Tommaso Ciampa. Put him in there with with uh, 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 theory. Put him in there with Shinsuke Nakamura. You know these guys that can actually go. Put him in there with if if Gargano was this. Put him in there with them with him. You know what I mean? And see how well he does. See how long he he can actually last. Because I don't see him last very long. Like this, like LP said, his fans will watch for a little while. See what he does. Once they get bored, they're going back to watch something else. Right. <laughs> Let me fight him. I'll punch him right in his mouth. <laughs> Your point though, right there though, I had this, something just popped in my head. First, what's going to happen? They're going to sign Logan Paul till it's just a singles match against the Miz. Then I think down the line they're going to bring in his brother, be a tag team. Oh God! I feel, I that's why I got a feeling that's what's going to try to happen because his brother got a lot of a lot of you know views. I can that's see what, that. 
That's what's gonna probably try to happen. The first brother tech team, other than you know, I'm gonna go on record and say this, Chef. If it happens, me and you, one on one, last man standing. <laughs> <laughs> the only because you, only because you spoke into existence. If it happens, oh. I'm coming to knock on your door. Me and you, right in the middle, whatever highway is nearest your house, and we're gonna have a last man standing match because that right there just just boiled my man. Listen. <laughs> This is what I will say. I think that the Logan Paul signing is smart by WWE. Um, I think if they need to bring, I think that for the product, they're always trying to bring new eyeballs onto the product. And that's what I can say about WWE. They're always trying to reach out to brand new fans and bring new fans in. So I think the Logan Paul thing, uh, I think it's, it's a good signing. I can't say it's not. Um, I want to see what he can do in the ring, really do in the ring by himself. You know what I'm saying? Um, I also want to see what kind of partnerships he comes with, up with. I would love to see him in theory tag team and get booed out the building, every building, every show. I would love to see that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we'll see. I, you know, only time would tell. Uh, I think it's a smart signing. Uh, is there any longevity in that? We'll see. Nope. Uh, I thought the same thing about the Miz when the Miz first came in from the real world. I was like, the real world is coming in to wrestle, and I hated the Miz for so long, so long until just recently, the last couple of years, man. When I'm like, the Miz is brilliant because I love crafty wrestlers. I love Sami Zayn. I love the Miz. You know, crafty bad guys. I've, I've always loved those types of of wrestlers. So we'll see. We'll see what Logan Paul does. I think he'll bring some new eyes on the product. Uh, and we'll see if he's actually good, if he can actually go. He's not going to last. He ain't going to last. <laughs> it's going to happen. First match against the Miz, SummerSlam. He don't get hurt. He's going to be out for a couple months. Uh, not, he ain't going to hit him with the Cody. He ain't going to hit him with the Cody, is he? <laughs> I want to know how much that contract is. Me too. <laughs> I had to think about that. It it's, was like it's it's gotta, gotta be it's gotta be about it's gotta be about four about about three three hundred thousand. Nah, about, about three hundred. I think it's more than that. I think I think they're signing him as a. If if it is, is you're gonna have a bunch of wrestlers that's gonna walk out and ask for their release. If he's getting more. Then yeah. most of the roster that's there that's been busting their behinds for the last couple of years that's not making a million. Yeah. You're gonna have a bunch of guys asking for their release. You gonna have a but bunch of women asking for their release. They probably gonna never let it out though. They probably unless he put it out there. They they definitely don't want nobody to know. Listen, how how much how much backstage stuff that happens in wrestling that we like the fans are not supposed to know, but we end up finding out. You right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like their 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 salaries are not secret. Like they're posted up in and you know for public notice. Like you can look up how much Brock Lesnar makes at WWE, and you know what I'm saying. So you can find out how much Logan Paul makes, and then if it comes out more than what most of the guys is making, or at least close to it, there's gonna be a lot of people asking for their release. Because I'm like, yo, you don't, you don't appreciate the the work ethic and the stuff that I've been doing for this company. You're gonna bring in somebody like this guy and give him this much? Why? Because the internet? Because of YouTube? If that's the case, my son. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, guy, a lot of wrestlers' kids can make, you know, come up there and get signed and get made that much that much money. Uh, if you want to do all that, get um, 
Uh, what's the little boy that that was a YouTube sensation and got a, a Nickelodeon show? Uh, was it Ryan? Yes. If that's the case, sign him. You got a point, but I'll say this. I bet you Ronda Rousey make way more than all them female wrestlers and they stay. I bet yes. Ronda Rousey make a short flare and Becky Lynch money. And she will go home. Huh? Ronda Rousey's a household name. She she's famous because no, of you know. Yeah, but Ronda, Ronda Rousey is a is a is a combat fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's a combat fighter. You know, it's just like um, Brock Lesnar, combat fighter. Uh, Bill Goldberg, football player, combat fighter. Logan Paul is a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, must be saw somebody from TikTok. Come on, man. <laughs> That's the generation. Hey, man. Um, I'm not hating on the Logan Paul thing. I really want to see what he can do. I ain't going to lie. When during the match when he did the little little Eddie shoulders and with the frog splash, I was kind of I was kind of disrespected as a wrestling oh, fan. Sure. I felt this, boy, I felt disrespected. But the frog splash was so damn pretty, I couldn't have. It was a frog splash. Can't even take away from. I can't take away. And the frog splash was pretty, man. I was like, you know what? I can't even hate on old boy, man. That was nice. Uh, but we will see how this Logan Paul thing kind of kind of pans out. I believe that. When he has the match with the Miz, be careful. It might steal the show. Just might steal the show. But we'll see. All right, fellas, let's go ahead and transition over to this year's Money in the Bank winners. Uh man, I was I was shocked uh about both of the winners. Uh first of all, Liv won the Money in the Bank match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see how you guys feel, and that, there she is right on the screen. I want to see how you guys feel uh, about Liv not only winning the Money in the Bank match, but also cashing in to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Chef, what you got? I knew that, like me, I, I, I called it. I knew it was going to happen. She's gonna call because I think Ronda's out for it's gonna be out for a little bit because her kid. So I knew that was gonna happen. But live, live, yeah, I think she's gonna be a short-lived champion. I give her, I give her like three raws or three smackdowns. Three raws? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. You ain't gonna give her no credit. She ain't gonna make it to SummerSlam. She ain't that's gonna make part it to she might make it to SummerSlam. Somebody gonna take it. Natalia gonna take it from her. Natalia, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't oh, like Natalia, but she gonna take it from her. Oh man, what you got, LP? What you think uh, about Liv's uh, Money in the Bank win and cash in to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion? I think it's always good to see somebody different and somebody who felt like they paid their dues. I mean, even though you know they be filler champions, because with the females, you're only gonna see certain amount. Certain amount of females at the top is normally going to be like Becky, Oscar, Charlotte, you know, Ronda. You only see those those same ones. Um, I was shocked though because I actually thought they was about to finally start pushing Becky again. So um, I'm actually glad they haven't been pushing Becky, like giving other people, you know, other people a chance to shine. So I mean, I, I think I think she's a decent wrestler. You know, I don't think she was the best one out of the uh, 
the riot squad. But my girl, <laughs> my girl Ruby was the best one out of that damn thing to me personally. But uh, I just like I think I think she paid I think she paid her dues. Yeah, chef right. She ain't gonna be she ain't gonna be champion. She ain't gonna be champion long. I don't know about no Natalia. I don't know about that. Doing a little too much. <laughs> Right. The, the, the like the worst female wrestler to me. Period. I don't know. She just. I just don't like her. <laughs> Whoa! Sir, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about the boat? The boat she best of all time. The Guinness World Record. Her family lineage had kept her on the show. Other than that, she would have been gone. <laughs> well, you know, uh, yeah, mm, possibly. She should have been uh, peed on herself. We we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> circle back around to that. <laughs> Mr. Everything, what you think about uh Liv Morgan? Uh oh, I, I'm very, movie. very, very proud, very happy for Liv. You know what I mean? She does deserve this opportunity, which she hold it very long. I think truthfully, I think she's a transitional champion. I think she's somebody to get the belt off of Ronda for a while, and she would transition that belt over to Charlotte Flair. Sorry to say, but Charlotte's going to probably come back and take the belt from her. Um, Liv is going to make it past. I'm not, I ain't mean to cut you off. I concur with that statement. I will go down and say Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. With that being said, continue. Let's go ahead and make that face that black people make when uh, somebody says something weird. One, two, three. <laughs> nah, I think I think Liv is going to be the transitional champion. She'll make it past SummerSlam. Uh, will she wrestle at SummerSlam? Doubtful. I don't think she's going to have a match at SummerSlam. If she does, it's going to be just uh, something quick just to have something on the show. Um, just like give her a match on a pay-per-view, but I think it would be either the next SmackDown after SummerSlam or the next pay-per-view. She'll lose the belt to Charlotte Flair. Um, yeah, I mean, congratulations to her. Natalia and Liv are great wrestlers. They just haven't had a chance to be able to showcase their abilities because of the people they get put in the ring with. Uh, I watch Natalia's training videos all the time. I got a guy that trains with her down in Florida, and she can really move. And Liv goes out there sometimes. I see some of her training videos. These women can really move. They got some really, um, you know, some abilities. But main roster stuff, you get washed down. You're not allowed to do a lot of different things because at some point, you're not supposed to be able to showcase, uh, you know, outshow somebody else. But I think now that Liv is champion, she's going to have to showcase that she has the ability to carry the championship. Um, I think the main thing that's going to keep the belt on her is her speaking ability. Mm. A lot of people don't realize you may look good in the ring, but if you can't talk, they'll take that belt off you real fast because it's no longer uh, keeping the fans' uh, attention. It's not keeping the fans' attention. Uh, okay, you need is one, one bad match, and then that's it. You know, so you got to be able to do more than just get in the ring and get busy. So I think if she do really good promos and she keep up with how she did this past Monday, um, they'll keep the belt on her for a good while. They'll they'll stand it out till they get Charlotte to take the belt off her. Let me ask you guys a question, and I want to get uh, some honest feedback. Who, when it comes to the promotion game, right, uh, cutting promos, who do you think, female wise, is the best uh, promo cutter? Or best speaker 
in WWE currently right now? Hold, I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm going to take it out of WWE. Who's the best speaker in the wrestling world from all of the companies? Who do you think holds that crown? I'm going to go with you, Chef. Mm. Well, why are you picking me first? You at the top of my screen. It just makes it easy. <laughs> I give it to Bianca. Bianca? I like Bianca. Really? Yeah. You think she's the best uh, orator out of everybody? Her, out it's a between what me is a tie between her and Alexa Bliss. Okay. I like Alexa Bliss. I give I give you Alexa. I give you Alexa. I like Alexa. What do you think about LP? Yeah, I was I was gonna go I was gonna go with Alexa because even whether she was a a heel, you know, or what is she? I would say between. Alexa and Sasha Banks, because Sasha Banks can rock a mic too. Like I've I've never seen her do a bad promo. Not to say she might not have them. I ain't never seen her really do a do a bad promo. Hmm. Okay, Mister Everything. Who do you think? Uh, uh, I gotta go with Bianca. Yeah, I definitely gotta go with Bianca. She she uh, she gives the realness to it. You know, it's the the believability in what she says. I have heard that Jay Cargill does really good, or whatever her last name is. Um, but I, I really haven't watched AEW, so I can't really say yes or no. But I heard she cuts really good promos, but I got to give it to Bianca. Really? Okay. So we got Bianca and Alexa. I'm still sticking with uh, my former SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, Charlotte Flair. I think Charlotte... Uh, will go down as one of the greatest women that's ever stepped. No, no. I mean, Charlotte gets lost. She gets lost in the fans too much for me. Like she, she, she be talking about one thing, and then it's like there's a squirrel. What was I talking about? That's, that's <laughs> well, I think, I think, I think for me, crowd control is is one thing, right? And when you're a heel, you need to be able to interact and control the crowd and even if the crowd is booing or saying chance over you you need to be able to cut through that i think that charlotte flair uh has perfected that uh as a wrestler and as a uh former champion um and it's only a, a certain amount of people who can actually do that and feel confident doing that you know what i'm saying uh all right so let me let me ask you this real fast yeah name name a prom give me a promo that she did that you felt like like you can remember Against whoever, um, when she cut the promo on Ronda Rousey, the first one, when when uh, when Becky uh, got hurt and uh, she had to step in and, and fight Ronda, um, and she proceeded to whoop her ass all over that ring. Uh, but I remember the promos that they cut uh, before that, and I I think that she was really giving Ronda a run for her money when it came to to. to Cutting the actual promo. Okay. Um, I'm just a Charlotte fan, man. It's hard for you. So anybody <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the greatest of all time. You know what I'm saying? What? What? I, I, I got to ask you real quick. I ain't trying to pound on you because you're a Charlotte fan. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong that you're a Charlotte fan. But if you look at you said she's the greatest of all time female rats, right? Yeah. All right, so you are you basing that on the whole package, or you are you basing it on wrestling skills or what? I'm basing that on the whole package. I'm basing that on looks. 
I'm basing that on the ability to talk. I'm talk, I'm basing that off of her in-ring ability to go in the ring. I'm basing that off of her aggressiveness when she needs to be. She can either be a face or a heel at any time, but no matter what, she's still Charlotte Flair. And uh, and you. No, you're freezing up. Right, frozen. Mm -hmm. Bro, she's been champion multiple times. In the Matrix. You can't take that away from me. <laughs> I don't know any other women who has the total package uh, like a Charlotte. Sasha Banks. Other than a Bianca. Sasha Banks. Well, Charlotte. Than, uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch. Right. <laughs> if you take Flair out her name, is she still as is she still as successful? No. Yes. No. 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 You really think so? If you if you no. take the last name away, if you take the fair name away from Charlotte, if Charlotte she, had she, to just become Charlotte, right? She would, she you don't think that she would have had the success that she's had in WWE? No. Mm -mm. No. They push nope. her because of that. That's that. Y'all bugging. Y'all bugging. talking about Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. All right. No, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, well, let's go ahead and move over to the next uh, Money in the Bank winner, which this oh. one was a shock. No. This was completely shocking. No, I kind of felt like they was going to do this, but. Um, and we're going to talk about the highlights from uh, the Hell in Cell. But Theory, Austin Theory, Vince McMahon's protege, uh, Vince McMahon's stepson, huh? <laughs> Won the money in the bank uh, in shocking fashion. Uh, Mr. Everything, what do you think about Austin Theory's win and him holding the money in the bank contract? Is he Vince Man's stepson? Got me thinking now. <laughs> you got me thinking now. I mean, because go we got the Jeff. whole Jeff. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Can you hear us? Are you, are you there, Brian? Okay, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you got me thinking now. Like, is he Vince Man's stepson? I mean. He had go, he got the whole you know allegation thing going on. He had the whole thing with Austin Theory for the longest, and now all of a sudden Austin Theory is Money in the Bank winner after losing the United States Championship. Hmm. Yeah. Let's think about that for a second, and then, then yeah, yeah. So I mean, it it makes for good TV in my opinion. It, it was a shocker. Um, I wonder how the other guys felt about it because everybody else was like, yo, why why did he need to be added to this match? Um, he is very young, and we know that Vince Man is very big on younger guys. So longevity-wise, um, I does I think it does make sense because Austin Theory is he's only 24, uh, and he can actually go with anybody. Uh so we'll see. We'll see what happens if he's actually going to cash in, if he's going to have a successful cash in, or is he going to have a Baron Corbin moment? Um, only time would tell. And to see if he's actually going to get the United States title back, cash in and make a successful cash in to hold all the titles. That would be very interesting. Mm. I'm scared of that. I don't know what an Austin Theory champion would look like right now in this landscape, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I, 
man, you already see what I got on right now. Great. Well, think about it. Level. I don't think about see it. Roman, Roman is due to leave for a while, right? He's he's about to leave right. for a while. If Austin Theory comes in, cashes in, and he wins the title like Seth Rollins did, then you have everybody chasing Austin Theory. You got Brock Lesnar chasing Austin Theory. Roman Reigns can go off in the sunset, do whatever he's going to do. Who's going to chase Brock Lesnar? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who who do we have to really chase Brock Lesnar for the title to where it makes sense? It makes for good TV. It makes um, you know entertainment value. So I think that's my take on it as far as Austin Theory winning it, and you know somebody like a Brock Lesnar chasing him, chasing after him, or even a Bobby Lashley chasing after him. Froze again. Yeah, he froze again. Okay, I'm here. Can y'all can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can. All right, cool. I don't know what that was. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I couldn't hear your question, but uh, I'm gonna let you pose that question to uh, like LP. Um, LP, can you answer Mister Everything's question? Well, you still just talking about you still just talking about Austin Theory, right? Who you said who gonna? Well, I didn't get my take first, but I was not surprised the moment they added him to the match. You knew he gonna win. Yeah. I don't know. If y'all, I don't know if y'all remember that time Brock Lesnar got added. It to, was. And he, so you knew that was like automatic. Um, I think I, I think I think he I think he right about because you know Roman is about to leave it was stuff. But I just think they who can go after Brock. They have a they have a very great wrestler who could easily challenge Brock if they did it right. And his name is Kevin Owens. If they stop Absolutely. sleeping on Kevin freaking Owens. And start letting him worrying about this Ezekiel shit. Oh, sorry, I'm like cursing this channel. But worrying about that stupid stuff. It was funny or whatever, but it's not too long. KO, I've always KO like really had been the future. He should be, he should be in those hunt in the hunt right now. But the way WWE doing now, I'm I, Brock and Roman do not have good matches. I'm sorry, I have they have never had a match that got me excited. Because their style is too similar, and to me, that is boring. I don't think you can just you're gonna guess which one of them is gonna win. But for the most part, that matches even Brock matches aren't that great anymore. Anyway, he's gonna do a thousand suplexes. It's, there's nothing like he used to do. Now Brock used to have great matches, like matches, matches. But I don't think a lot of people can keep up with Brock, like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle and Brock are one of the greatest matches of all time, me personally. But like a lot of these wrestlers can't keep up with Brock, so they gotta put big guys against Brock. But Kevin Owens could definitely Kevin Owens got mic skills and he got wrestling skills. So Austin, Austin I don't think Austin got it like that. I, I just think he's he's hated because of course you put Vince the man behind him, you're gonna automatically get that hit. Like he created another John Cena or whatever. But I don't know. I, I think they got other wrestlers if they push them right that really could be on the top, but they won't push them. Again. <laughs> I thought I thought he was listening to me very seriously, but he damn froze. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a serious face. Yeah, it looked like he was really listening to me. That's that's that shit you put on go to the bathroom and come back and be like, oh yeah, I was here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and and we lost him. And we lost Brian. Yeah. He probably he probably gonna log in and come and come back out. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I mean do y'all see anybody else? That if they push right, they can really uh, move up. 
<sighs> Not really. Because Tommaso Ciampa. True. Or what's the new, the new uh NXT champion? Bra uh Braun Breaker? Yeah, bring him up. But <sighs> I mean <laughs> I mean, they got enough talent that they ain't even got to bring nobody for NXT. Like, right. they got good talent that's just sitting there, not just doing the dumbest stuff. Like, right. They got other people, even not even necessarily even Bobby Lashley. There's, there's some of these other great wrestlers that they got. This Vince is just pushing, like he said, pushing the beefcake. He's pushing these big guys more than anything else. And he's no longer pushing like guys like the size of Shawn Michaels. Like, when's the last time somebody, uh, what's his name? Uh, Who's run? Who, who took Edge out? Um, oh, uh, uh, Damian Priest. Yeah, that well, that well, Finn, well, well, I met Finn Balor. Finn Balor. How many chances has he got to be on the top? And they keep on pushing him back down. And this storyline ain't gonna last. No, then wait for Edge to come back. He's still mm. over there. Oh, he's moving this down. Oh, he's moving. Frozen a little bit. Yeah, I I'm, I'm back. Can you guys see me? Had a stroke. Look at <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, live, I live near the mountains, Jack. So <laughs> everybody be trying to jump on the internet around this time. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out. I, I, I think that um, I think that theory as a champion might be interesting. We'll see. We will see. Uh, I think he'll be uh, a boring champion. Oh, uh he's gonna be a real boring champion. I don't. Why did I, I don't understand why they don't give Drew McIntyre another run at? I think Drew did pretty good. <laughs> Drew, he did. So yeah, I, I, I say I, I just don't understand a lot of the moves they make when it comes to. Well, I think I think the the missing uh, piece of it is that a lot of guys. I mean. You guys as wrestling fans um that don't realize is a lot of these guys don't want to have that stuff in their contract they don't want to have to do all the extra road you know running the roads do all the advertising do all the interviews and stuff like that so i think a lot of times when we say hey why can't this person go ahead and get a title that person may be like nah i don't want it because <laughs> i actually spoke to who was it i spoke to uh I spoke to Coffee Kingston, um, and he was not Coffee uh, MVP. I was talking to MVP, and he uh, he was telling me that I was I saw him at an independent show, and I said, "How come you you never really got a, a title run?" I was like, "You know, we we're very happy that Coffee you know got the belt. You know, first black champion. You know, first African you know champion, whatever." And uh, he was like, "Well, I didn't want to do it because it's lonely at the top." That's a legit thing. It's lonely at the top. So whenever you have the main title, you got to do all this running the road. You got to be here. You got to do this interview. You got to be there. And nobody wants to ride with you because they have to do all the things that you have to do. But they're not getting paid for it. And they're not getting the accolades to it. Nothing. They're just with you on the road 24-7. And nobody wants to do all that. So a lot of these guys are like, man, I, I'm good. I, I don't want to do all that extra work. Um, just to say that I'm champion. I've, I've had it. It was fun. It was great. If it ain't putting no more zeros on my on my bank account, I'm I, I'm good where I'm at. 
I can't imagine MVP being the champion even back then. <laughs> he had the U.S. title. You know, I think he had a U.S. title at one point in time. And, yeah. you know, it probably, it probably was some good advice, but MVP, you would never have gotten a chance. <laughs> Get out of here. Now, I, to be honest, I can see the only person, me, I can see Mad Cat going after, going after Brock. The new Mad Cat. It's crazy that they don't have enough guys really built. This should be an easy conversation. Like, we yeah. should be able to bam, bam, bam. But we got to sit and be like, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, back in the days, you always had, like, Undertaker and Kurt and The Rock, Trip, you always had them in the hunt, and they'll go down, they'll go back and forth, but they still was always in that hunt. Mm-hmm. Now, two people, maybe three, if you're lucky, that's, that's, that's like, and then when somebody get hurt, then they want to rush and try to throw somebody in the mix. And, and that's why I think they kind of do Austin Theory, just like, with, you know, different people leaving, and Brock, Brock's not going to keep on doing this. So they 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 pay Brock a lot of money. That's probably why he still do it. But Brock is not gonna keep on doing this. You can tell his love is for it. I think he have spurts, but he kind of love it. But Brock don't care nothing about it. Hell, they probably bring Goldberg back a damn game. Another one. But he, he is he is due to come back again. And he need to stop. <laughs> Goldberg need to stop. He gonna pull the ultimate warrior. Goldberg is a national treasure. Goldberg will wrestle as long as Goldberg wants to. Goldberg almost, killed, Goldberg almost killed the Undertaker for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. You know, you know what happened to Treasure, right? You know what happens to Treasure, right? What's that? He gets buried at sea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, he had a couple matches where uh, he got buried, man. Not uh, not intentionally, but just because he couldn't keep up with you know the the flow of the match, man, and. You know, doing stupid stuff like banging your head on the door before you go out and, and getting concussed, like knowing and, and yeah, and, and busting yourself open. He going again. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the hoodie. Well, but this is amazing, first show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think Brock. I mean, not Brock. I think uh, even when Goldberg come back now, even the crowd pop. Did you get a little pop? But still, it's like. Come on, man. Like, you don't deserve no kind of. I would rather see Goldberg doing something backstage or, you know, like he got no business fighting for no. No, what's the last time? I think the last time that didn't he go for a title? Didn't yeah, the last time? He went against Roman. Bro, yeah, which, well, it's like nobody wants to see that shit for one. And it's like, how you just going to show up and just get them title shots? That's, that's one of the reasons why I used to hate John Cena so much because John Cena would be out and come back. And and win a damn title his first match from an entry. <laughs> so it's stuff like that that made me despise John Cena. So that kind of stuff doesn't that doesn't help with the fans when you just show up. When Becky Lynch came back and beat and and beat Bianca, oh my god, I was screaming at my TV. <laughs> you know what I just thought about? You know what I just thought about? The the whole thing with Austin Theory antagonizing John Cena. Who else did that? Who else did the same thing? Won money in the bank and lost it to John Cena. That was um, 
Baron uh, Corbin. Uh, Baron yeah. Corbin. But John Cena. Ah, yeah. I don't think they're gonna get if, if they if they do that because you look at it, Austin Theory is the new age John Cena type of you know look, not so so far as a persona, but just the look of him. He looks like another John Cena just remade. He doesn't do all the the thugonomics and rap and rapping and all everything like that, but he to his look gives you another John Cena. So I think, I think if they can keep him from antagonizing John Cena, I mean, because you know the whole he buries everybody and you know whatever, whatever. But truthfully, I think it'll make really good TV for them having promos going back and forth. Austin Theory and John Cena, I think those promos would be really, really good. Yeah, he hang with John Cena on promos though. I don't know. Absolutely. Boy got chops. Boy got chops when I saw him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just when he get ready to say something so profound, when I saw him, <laughs> click. <laughs> it's like, like, I'm about, I'm about to go, guys. I'm gonna give y'all this code to find this million dollars, and the code is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't think his title run gonna be. If he do get the title, it's not gonna run that long. It can't. And then who they gonna have fighting for? I think they're gonna push Edge when he come back. I don't know. This may sound crazy, but go push Edge. You got. You got to think if Roman is gone and Brock is gone, you talking about title name wise. People still love to see Edge wrestle. Edge still is. Edge is still decent. True. I, I, and he has not won the belt since he came back, right? Unless I'm mistaken. Even though they were pushing him when he first came back, I think I think he can get one more, very short reign. Because you know, Edge, Edge, you know, every time Edge wrestles, I be nervous, thinking he gonna do something. He ain't gonna get back up. Yeah, because his neck, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But so, and I, and I don't think that whole him going against the uh, Damian Priest and that little squad. I don't, I don't even think that's gonna. First of all, they ended that way too quick. I thought that was that was that could have they had potential. Yeah. <laughs> that was fast. Yeah, so I think that brings the the darker side of Edge back into the mix. I mean, he he did go a little dark, but I think he can go a little bit darker. Um, if he came back and he came back with another faction, um, that would make pretty good story. Long as they don't bring the the Demon King into it, they might. It's, it's no need. It's, it's, it's really no need. He gonna bring Bray Wyatt back. That that see that right there will be a good uh, one. For Bray Wyatt is not going back to WWE. He's going somewhere else. Can't really say where he's going, but I thought he retired. Actually, I didn't know. I thought he just said, "Fuck, I'm done wrestling." Nah, <laughs> it's, it's it's some things in the work. Some things. I would love to see Bray Wyatt come back. See, but they gotta they gotta figure something because let's say them signing Logan Paul gets a whole lot more people watching it again. If they don't grab these people while they watching this short term, then it's gonna it's gonna be points. Like they they need to be putting on the best shows they can put on right now while they got this stuff going on, and they and they still ain't like you know this is the time for them to hit. So mm-hmm. yeah, all right, fellas. So. Um, Let's go ahead and, and go into the actual show show. Uh, quick show breakdown. 
uh, we're going to just, I'm just going to mention the matches. Uh, and I just want to get you guys' thoughts on it. We already mentioned the women's money in the bank match uh, with Liv winning uh, the championship uh, at the end of the night. Um, let's go into this Bobby versus Theory match since we're on the Theory train um, and talk about how good this match actually was, man, because I was shocked at the level of competition uh, between Bobby and Theory because Theory was whooping Bobby's ass most of the match. Most of the match. Uh, and I, I was happy that Bobby pulled off the win. I actually had Theory to win the match, but he ended up winning the night. So let me guys uh let me know what you think about uh the almighty Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Let me guys uh know what you think about that match. Hey that match was yeah, it Bobby could have did Bobby would have been worse. They just wanted him to look good. Cause it, I, <laughs> they wanted Austin to look good. Cause Bobby, you see how Bobby do everybody else. No, <laughs> that man was just planned just to make sure he lose that title so he can get the money in the bank and cash in. That's mm. all it was. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, Bobby could have murdered that guy. That could have been a squash match. Yes, easily. <laughs> but they're they're pushing they're pushing that new golden boy, and even though he lost, he knew he was gonna win again at the end of the you know at the end of the night. So I think that's regular. WWE doing there, Bobby. Bobby. Bobby gonna make him look good, but he still kept his belt. So that uh, you know, Bobby, we gonna we gonna we gonna let him do a little shine, but you gonna get the belt at the end. Yeah, Bobby. Like, all right. All right. Uh, I think um, I think it did. It was a really good match. I wasn't surprised. Um, yeah, I, I think um, I mean, I don't know, man. I I think Austin Theory should have kept the title. In my opinion, he should have kept it and do a little bit more with it. Um, but it does make a good story for him to win the Money in the Bank briefcase and see what he does with that after that. So um, the match in all, you know, I, I loved it. it. It was it was better than Bobby Lashley and Omos. <laughs> Anything is better than Omos. And <laughs> I would like to see him and a great colleague go at each other just for fun. <laughs> oh man, or him and Shanky. <laughs> yeah, he just—he had no business being in that money in the bank. Like it's but you know what? It. I love the fact of how they kept him as big as possible. Like he didn't—he doesn't have to really do much. Uh, he did tower over everybody. He did dominate in the very beginning. Them burying him under the ladders—I was suspecting that. I saw that coming because I'm like. You have to. You have to pretty much yeah, just right. decapitate this dude to be, to be able to keep him from being able to stop everybody else. Um, I did this. I I was hoping that he would actually climb the ladder a little bit higher than what he did. But I got a feeling that you know we we hear about it all the time guys who are that tall are afraid of heights. You know because they they don't they are, they don't often get picked up. They often don't leave their their foot. So. Um, I really didn't expect him to climb the ladder. I mean, look at when, when they did the raw interview, and all the guys were standing on the ladders, and he's standing next to the ladder, like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just like, here." <laughs> I mean, it's, it's two things. One, they showed how big he was standing next to the ladder, and then they they told the story on it. But two, I think that man was like, "Nah, I'm afraid of heights. I'm not going up there. Y'all stupid." <laughs> you got to kill me now. 
<laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, so let's talk about uh, one of the matches that I thought was one of the best matches on the card. Um, and we're going to talk Usos versus Street Profits. I think that that, was a good one. that match stole the show yeah. uh, for me personally. Um, I want to get your thoughts on uh, the Usos versus Street Profits. And actually, I'm going to swing this to Mr. Everything as a as a, a former tag team champion, I believe. Uh, how, do, how do you think uh, the Usos versus the Street Profits match uh, was and, do, and does that set up uh, uh, a rivalry between the Street Profits and the Usos in the future? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, one of the greatest rivalries we've had in this era was the Usos in the New Day. I mean, they would always go out there and steal the show every time they got in the ring. And I'm so happy to see the Usos have main show, main card matches. You know, it was always for a long time, it was always talked about being on the pre-show or not being on the show at all. But now these guys have, have come into themselves. They're out there, they're changing the game, they're doing their thing, they're stealing shows. And they definitely did that this past Saturday, Money in the Bank with the Street Profits. Um, they went out there and killed it. I really believe this would be great story for longevity to have them keep going. I really don't understand this whole uh, um, Dawkins and, and Ford having issues. I, I don't like hearing yeah, that. that <laughs> yeah, let it let it go because we don't want to see them break up because that would be very stupid because you already don't have enough tag teams as it is. Leave a great tag team like the Street Profits alone, just like you did with the New Day, and let them go out there and have really great storytelling tag matches with the Usos. And whatever tag team you guys having to bring up as well, let these guys go out there and, and do what they do. I mean, they both can work individually, granted. However, they are spectacular together. So let's let's keep the Street Profits and the Usos together. Longevity, keep the storyline going on. Let the Street Profits take the titles off of them and see what happens from there. LP, do you think the Street Profits have what it takes to take the belts off of the Usos? Man, at first I kind of thought I looked at them as like crime time 2.0 when I when I first <laughs> <laughs> my man's gimmicks. Um, but I, I really think their skills have really just at me, like at first not giving them a chance and then watching like them dudes can them dudes can wrestle. Like if any if they should always be in a tag team hunt. Like, I mean, they're not gonna really give them that they're not gonna give them much else. So they did. They definitely should always be in tag team. I definitely think they could be the one. Because what other? How many true? How many true tag teams is? I can only think of what like three, maybe Alpha Academy, Alpha Academy, Uthos, Street Profits. Who else? New Day. New Day. That's it. New Day. Four. So is that it? Really? No, because the uh, what's the what's the new group? What's oh, uh, Viking Raiders. The Viking, Viking Raiders. Raiders. And then you got the uh, what, Los Lotharios, if, if this yeah. good, Los Lotharios, yeah. You got, you got uh, the other tag team, don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like saying Lucha House Party and throwing them in the mix. Yeah, you yeah, might as well go ahead and throw in uh, Ray and um, Dominic too. Dominic? 
Ray and now, Dominique. You know, yeah, Ray and Dominique. You know, you know what you can't throw them in? Because I guarantee you, Dominique is about to betray Ray. <laughs> give give it two months. Because because Dominique, what is who is Dominique? Dominique wouldn't be that right as dad. I really think they're gonna they gonna break them up and have a beef. Because they ain't got they ain't got nothing else going on. Like I I'm I'm telling you, I've been seeing it coming. I thought they were gonna do it before. With uh what was the dude trying to go out with the sister and the that whole little thing or whatever, but I really think Dominique gonna gonna betray Ray soon. Mark my words. Or, <laughs> I got a feeling they gonna play it off when Ray get hurt. Yeah, because Ray had already him. said he don't want to get in the ring with his son. He doesn't want to wrestle his son. So yeah. I, I don't think they're gonna actually do it. I can see them trying to do something back with the uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. I can see that probably probably coming back into the mix. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Where, we have to where, see where, was where was y'all ranked Dominique skills? Six. From one to two. Six. Six. <laughs> he could do a little better. I think. I think he gets. He gets so excited that he he makes mistakes. Yes. And in, and in you got the guys that's trying to work with him in the ring, and you can if you watch people's facial expressions whenever something doesn't go right, they're like, "All right, man, come on! Like I'm trying, I'm trying to make you look good. I got to put you over, and you in here screwing up, like doing like the small, smallest dumb things." Like I think, um, truthfully, I think he needs to take a little bit of time off, just go and train, uh, repackage himself, come back and do his thing. I think being on his father's is taken away from him a lot and it's putting a lot of pressure on him because now he's got to live up to his father's name. I think if they take him away from him, let him stay home for a little bit, let him train a little bit more, come back, repackage him, let him do his thing by himself, I think Dominic could stand out a lot, bit, a lot better. That was I still think to this day that Dominic should go to NXT. I think that Dominic should go to NXT <laughs> I think he had he should have a nice little uh, competition, small title ring in NXT, and then come back to main roster uh, as a character on his own. If he doesn't do that, I think he should join Judgment Day. Which title? Huh? Which title on NXT? I think he should go for the North American Championship. I think they should bring Braun Breaker up. I think they should give. Um, Somebody like Carmelo, because he's been carrying the North American Championship pretty well for some time. I think they should give him the main title. I think they should bring Dominic in. Dominic should have the North American Championship, and then eventually have Dominic become the the NXT champion from that, and then go back to main roster. I, I think, think. I think they should take Dominic if he do go to NXT. Take him back as a luchador. Instead of just to Dominique Mysterio, begin that title run, then come back to fight like the surprises dad, the one on one fight. That'd be a good money maker. Yeah, they got he should have started NXT. He should never have just start off on the main roster. That that's I think I don't know. I guess I get it, you know, his dad or whatever, but I think that was the first mistake because now everything is based on his dad. Like yeah. the moment his dad leaves or his dad get hurt or his dad ain't there. Who, what is Dominic gonna do by himself? 
Well, see, even with that, Charlotte started in NXT, and she's there because of her dad. So, yeah, Dominic should have should have went to NXT like you said and started there first, despite yeah. you know his dad being who he is. Can't you can't trump uh, Ric Flair, in my opinion. So, if Charlotte started in NXT, why not Dominic? True story. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got he got it in that era. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the what was the next match in Money in the Bank? I can't remember. Uh, let's see. Um, Bianca and Carmella. Yes. All right. So I guess that'll be the next. Uh, like, what do y'all think about that match? It could have been. It could have been better. Carmella, Carmella has ability. She just doesn't use use it. I think, I think the uh, the crowd gets to her as well, and it shouldn't. Not not at this stage of her career. She shouldn't still be getting starstruck with the crowd. Uh, getting in the ring with somebody like Bianca Belair, you have to go. There is no no stutter stepping, no losing the stuff. You have to go. And you know, you know, Bianca, she's good, but I don't think she's good enough to be able to carry anybody. True. She can carry a couple of people, but she can't carry anybody, and she can't carry everybody. So you, know, you gotta put somebody in there with her that can actually uh, help guide her as well and and can still go with her speed and, and her um level of uh expertise. I don't, I don't, I don't think she was the original person playing. I think they said in the, what the original they had somebody else. I think was they was gonna put, and they got hurt or something. I can't remember. I heard it somewhere. I don't think it was Natalia. Uh, uh, what's her name? She's with Judgment Day. Oh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, that's Rhea. what it was. It's well, yeah, it's supposed to be somebody that I originally heard. Car- Carmelo is good, but yeah, I don't, I don't think Carmelo is. Rhea is, would have been a good match. Huh? Rhea and Bianca would have been a good match. Yeah, I, I, I think I thought they were gonna push Rhea to the moon, but I guess her mic her mic skills ain't she she need work on her mic skills. Yeah. But I think yeah. I think she I think she's the future. Like I really think she can, you know, if they do her right, I think she can really do something too. Well, you can always tell when somebody needs to work on their their mic skills is when they get paired up with somebody. They get put in a faction. You know, they always pair him up with somebody who can talk a little bit better. I mean, Bobby Lashley, he can talk a little bit, but he gets lost. Then what did they do? They gave him Leo Rush. And then when Leo Rush left and he went on by himself for a bit or for a little bit, what did they do? They gave him MVP. So, yeah. you know, you got to look at those type of things and see how it all plays out. We don't really have any any women managers right now. No, no managers for the women. I think, um, you know, we it was fun when they had Paige as a manager. You know, well, if well. she came back and did that again, that, that would be dope. Or if Paul Heyman would turn around and say, I'm going to manage a woman. I think that would be amazing. Especially if, yeah. he, if he did Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Paul Heyman she would be the, Rhea Ripley? She would be the prime person I would see with Paul Heyman. Yeah, because it kind of fit. They didn't need to bring back manager in general. They they need a little bit sprinkle managers, or I miss managers. It's like 
you can say what you want to. A lot of these wrestlers can't talk on the mic, and you put a manager, you know, that say that that saves them in their ring. Cause shit, Roman is Roman gotten Roman has gotten a lot better, but you remember Roman got some bad promos. <laughs> I still remember when, when John Cena went in and was like, let, let me show you how to do this. This is called a promo. This is a mic. <laughs> he buried him <laughs> at that paper. <laughs> but he's got he's gotten better since he's been a tribal chief. But he still need he still need Paul Heyman, I think. I, I still don't I still don't trust him enough by himself to really uh the Usos, Usos is helping him out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they're there, but he he's still not gonna go one on one. I still think John Cena would embarrass him if they got back in the in the ring and cut a promo again. He'd be better. Cut out Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey can't cut no promo. Oh my god. Ronda Rousey with Paul Heyman could be something. If Turner Hill, yeah. My uh, my only issue is Ronda Rousey can't wrestle. <laughs> they, 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 I sit back and I watch them. I'm like, yo, they're trying so hard to work with this woman. And I know they get to the back, like, can we, can I do something else? Can I wrestle with one of the guys? Because if this is all you got for me, I don't want to do it no more. And it's because yeah. she just won't sell nothing. She's yeah. so, so stuck on being the baddest woman alive that she just won't sell the stuff. Sell it a little yeah. bit more. If you yeah. sell it a little bit more, when you actually make your comeback, It'll be so much bigger. You know what I mean? So she always want to do everything. It's, it's like we say in wrestling. She want to get her stuff in. She wants to get all her stuff in. She don't want to take nothing. But you can't You can't be that way with everybody. Everybody's not going to play that game with you. Nobody's going to play that game with you, actually. Yeah. Well, how do you guys yeah. feel about the Ronda and Italian match? It was all over the place. It was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the most botched matches I ever watched. <laughs> it was a must. And and my 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 thing is the only thing I liked about the the match with them is the reversals with the submissions when it got to the end. That was, I was I was like okay okay I like that oh okay I didn't see how to do that okay. But then once it got to the finish, it was like that was it. <laughs> Yeah, but you kind of expected it. Like I didn't expect the money in the bank cash in, but I expected that match to be what it was. I mean, that, that's not even a good. That's not even a good match on paper. It's like they just threw that shit in and this circle. They closed the eyes and circle two people, mm-hmm. and that's how to go with. That's not even a. Tell you, she's sitting tight, track. I I think Liv would have got a bigger pop if she did. If she would have done a self Rollins cash in. When while Rhonda and Natalia are in the ring and yeah, they both down, and then she cast in in the middle of their match and it took the belt. I think that would give her a bigger pop. Um, that would have gave Natalia and Rhonda something to be to be able to argue more about and made a good story. Cause that that raw segment with them just got <laughs> look. I'm rubbing my neck because of it. <laughs> 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 that, that one hurt. They could have did better on that one. Way better. What's next? All right, so we got SummerSlam coming up. Um, only match that's been advertised so far is Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. 
Um, and we also have Pat 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 McAfee or whatever say how you say his name and Baron Corbin, which may be a a sleeper match in my opinion. Um, you know, you don't think it's gonna be a sleeper? I, I think yeah, I think no, they no, might. No, 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 it's gonna be a take a nap match. Some popcorn in the back match. trash. He's another guy that I wish people stopped being like he's better than he is trash. And he's the worst commentary commentary I ever heard. What? I enjoy his commentary. I like Saxton better than him. I like Corey Graves. Yes, now, Corey Graves do entertain you. Yes, Corey, Corey, Corey Graves is better than than Pat McAfee. Nah, come on now, McAfee a little bit better. Man, Corey, that Corey Graves. Corey Graves has not gotten better through the years. You look at Michael Cole. Michael Cole has, you know, he he's the he at now, but he did get better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say Corey Graves is Corey Graves, and he is just. <laughs> I think I think for McAfee, he's just so animated with it. Yeah, that's what. And I think that's what brings the attention to it. Yeah, he like he like a child out there screaming about you know he, he make you he make it seem real. And yeah. and that's what I like, and that's that's what what draws, you know, that's what draws money really is being able to show the re- the realness of it, and that's the that's like a lost art in wrestling right now. It's, we don't have that realness to it, which is why I love control your narrative. You know, we have the realness to what we do. Um, it isn't so much as oh, I just want to be a gimmick, or I just want to show showcase, you know, my funny personality or stuff like that. I mean, we have a couple of guys that do have some personality, but it's it's a lot of realness to it, uh, and that's what McAfee brings to to the commentary is that, that reality. Shit, Brad, Brad Corbin should be up to. I mean, he. That dude can really, can really uh, do some stuff too. Baron Corbin, yeah. They're never gonna, they're never gonna push him, but he was, and that, and that dude can work a mic. True. As a heel, now they try to make him a face, it ain't, it's not gonna be the same. But as a heel, I think, I think Baron Corbin should be, should be higher up than. Is he, is he, is he even mid-card? Is he even mid-card status? Yeah. I think Baron Corbin should be. Yeah. Brian sent the link to the yeah. Facebook Live. <laughs> Baron, he's he's a good wrestler. I, I give him that. The little story mode when he has him against Madcap, well, it died out a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. he's... He need. I think he need a new gimmick. This Happy Corbin is. No, nah, that was a wolf. That's a long wolf. The long wolf was way better than this Happy Corbin. Yeah, let him let him go back to the long wolf thing. Yeah, that. that Especially was, since the story with him and Madcap is done, let him go back to the long wolf. But I think it's like I hate it, but it's the only way it works. Is he had to go come off TV for a while? Sure. Let him come off TV, and then come back. Lone wolf style or whatever, but you're gonna have to have somebody to draw that out of him. He just can't come back as lone wolf because he just feel like it. Somebody's got to draw that out of him, and that's the issue. We don't have anybody to draw that that type of thing out of him. 
Now let's uh Edge gets in his head. Ah, think about right, that. Nice little faction too. Think about that. Edge and, and the lone wolf Baron Corbin. Like the brood yeah. edge. Yeah. When when Edge when Edge come back, I want to see Gangrel by his side. I don't care if nobody say hey, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care for that number one time. I will I, I will. I, I, heard, I, heard, I heard that he was supposed to show up with him at doing this. When I think one of the something had happened that he was, I think one of my friends was telling him, I don't know how true it was, but they were saying that one of the, it was something that he was going to do like a one time. It might have been a Royal Rumble or it was something, but it just didn't work out for it to, uh, for it to happen. I, I mean, it ain't like Christian. I could see Christian coming back with him. All right, so um, I'm going to go ahead and get into it while my internet keep going in and out. Uh, I appreciate you fellas for keeping the conversation going. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, switch over to Mr. Everything's Match of the Week. Mr. Everything, what was your Match of the Week uh, from this entire week of wrestling, sir? Uh, my Match of the Week would be the tag match between the Usos and the, Pro- and the Street Profits. Amazing storytelling from top to bottom. Um, the intensity, the the emotions that they drew in their match. I mean, even down to when it went to the to throwing hands and the crowd, like the crowd was so invested into it from the time the bell rang to the time the bell rang. So um, I think that is my match of the week. Awesome. Uh, that was an amazing match as far as tag team wrestling goes. That was one of the best that I've seen in a long time. Technical storytelling uh, all across the board. Uh that is one of my candidates for match of the year. And I, I'll say that. And it's been a lot, you know, it's a lot of matches that's been happening. Obviously, the Kobe, Cody and, and Steph match is uh, probably by far match of the year. But this is a, this is a candidate for me uh, when it comes to tag team wrestling. I think the, uh, all parties did great across the board, man. And I'm excited to see uh, more from these guys. And I would love to see them clash again. Uh as far as you know that's concerned but uh that was an amazing match i agree with you that was uh my match of the week if i had to pick one that was my match of the weekend uh but from a wrestler's point of view man it's great to hear that uh what 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 could uh have been done better to make that match better or was it was it just perfect across the board to you uh just everything it's perfect across the board in my opinion i mean <clears throat> you didn't need no extra fluff to it. You didn't need to do anything more special to it. It was just those four men going out there and giving it their all. And you didn't need no uh, interference. You know, the Usos showed their, their tag team prowess and and winning the match. No, no, no asterisk um beside their name to it. Um, no help from the outside, no, no cheating, no nothing. They just went in there and got busy and did what they do. Awesome, yeah. Um, I love to see that, man. And uh, it's rare when we see uh, four men of color uh, going at it like that on, at the top of the car, man. I think. Good thought. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was going good. He was going good. Uh-huh. You got you to you hold your arm up and, and get the wire hanger and put the aluminum foil on the end. You need to stick it out a window. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if you want to do me to do my segment. 
my segment next, but I can go ahead and do it. I guess the most shocking of the week. And I, I really had that, that the Liv Morgan moment just because it, it, her winning her winning money in the bank and cashing in kind of like together. Because I just didn't when I look at that lineup, you know, every time you got money in the bank, you look at everybody's in it and you be like, I know damn where they ain't winning. I ain't no, I know damn where they ain't winning. I ain't no. <laughs> and she definitely was probably like one of the first ones that I looked. I would have thought it would have been Becky or Asuka before I would have thought it would have been her because they never, never really pushed her like that. So, I mean, I guess they have a little bit, but not like, you know, not to, to get the damn, put her in position to get the belt. I think that was probably the most shocking moment myself. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He said, oh, yes, I agree. Yeah. All right. Yeah, what's your say? Mine is like, what, 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 what would you got? You know, uh, the money in the bank. What did you guys eat? Like, I know I made me some mango habanero wings with some smoke money ranch, bro. That shit was delicious. Like, he had to, I gave Brian the recipe and the picture of the plate and all that, but you know, he had technical difficulties. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that, like me, we like Brian was talking about, he liked to cook and plan out little feasts for the little. Little shows start doing the same thing. Like, man, like I love cooking. <laughs> Here we go. Bang. <laughs> oh, okay. okay go well, I got I got that jitterbug uh, internet, man. <laughs> that Obamacare internet. Oh, well, me, it's horrible right now. I'm struggling, but I'm trying to make it work. You dig? <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, didn't have anything to eat. I was actually traveling while I was watching it. So, and um, I was also as well as late while watching Money in the Bank because I'm always doing something. So, but I didn't have anything specific to eat, but that does sound very human. <laughs> hey, boy, them chicken wings look delicious, Chef. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, get that from you, but uh, I'm going to share uh, the recipe uh, from Chef Showtime. Uh, on our uh, Facebook page and on our, uh... <laughs> and on our, yeah, <laughs> you gonna share it somewhere? You gonna share it for us? I don't know. <laughs> did we? Did we? Did we forget to cover anything that happened in Money in the Bank? No, I think that was that was pretty much it. Oh, uh, any any closing comments for you guys? Uh, I guess with me, this this was a great first show. You know, of course, you got to eat a little buzz. That that's that's normal. Ain't nothing like that. I like the, I like the energy. You know, to have different topics or whatever as we continue to uh, to do this and talk about whether it's pay per views or regular wrestling. Uh, so do y'all do y'all do y'all only watch WWE? Do y'all watch what else y'all watch? I watch WWE NXT. I watch U. I love UFC. I love watching that. Mm. Did you have you did you guys watch it? The last pay per view for UFC. Mm, I did. I I have not watched UFC in a long time. I only mainly watched WWE. Uh, I got bored with NXT once it became 2.0. I just can't get into it. In AEW, I I since the very first show. Like when I saw the first show, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna do it." And I tried to give it another chance and watch another show. I was like, "Ah, just can't do it." Like I, I love all the guys that's up there because like I've seen them on other things, but I'm like. None of this stuff makes sense. Yeah, like uh, 
I'm confused and lost. This this UFC, the pay-per-view, Israel Uman, the champ, he did the tribute to uh, The Undertaker. He came out with The Undertaker hat. Yes, I saw the video of that. That was awesome. <laughs> I'll go back and check that out. Yeah, yeah that was good. He did. That was a nice little trip. Then he won the fight. <laughs> Oh, okay. What I hate on nobody like I, I watch AEW here and there, just like same thing I like, like with WWE, and I think that uh, you know, nobody's gonna ever beat WWE at this point in time. It's just too late in games. It's like DC trying to beat Marvel. Marvel's way over here. You you're never you're never gonna catch them. But I think the fact that a the AEW is a thorn in their side. If there's a, there's you know competition makes you, you know, makes you work harder. Well, WWE ain't had no competition. That's why the stories haven't been great as they've been in, when it, back when WCW was on the ads and they had everybody else. So I think that I hope, I hope AEW continues to grow and I hope somebody else, even I know they still got a, they just still got what, TNA, right? TNA's still around, right? Yeah, yeah. Impact is yeah. around. Um, you got Ring of Honor. They're, they're trying to grow back. Uh, and then you have Control Your Narrative that's just getting started. So. Yeah, so I hope, I want all, I want all of them to grow because it, it's just gonna make as a wrestling fan that way when you get bored of WWE you can watch something else and just not sometimes WWE maybe want to quit watching wrestling to all together they done I've done it a couple of times but I always end up coming back you know being a diehard wrestling fan you know my whole life so yeah I'm, I'm definitely hoping these shows uh some of these shows drive a little better yeah all right so. Uh, upcoming projects, uh, LP. I know you're always working, you're always doing something. What you got coming up? I know you just did the uh, Wakanda fashion show. Congratulations on that. Uh, yeah. so what you got coming up next? Uh, right now, right now, I'm just in shooting mode. I'm uh, just doing my photography on a regular basis. Coming up with events, I haven't started posting them yet. They you know, in the works. You know, I asked to be posting stuff soon. I got a modeling class coming up on the 24th of July. Um, but other than that, just shooting. You know, that's, that's what I do four times, so I'm already, you know, I, if I don't shoot, I don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, 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 what I, that's, that's my main thing right now. It's just right now. Okay. okay. Showtime. What you got going on? Uh, right now, just working. Then I'm talking to Brian to start back in my catering little business. Start selling food again. Going to take some pictures, you know, make do some do something nice out here in Phoenix, you know, while we out here. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. That's all. Take care of these little kids. Okay. Uh, as far as me, I have a, a wrestling show this Saturday. I'm competing to get my UPWA uh, heavyweight championship back against Jake Logan. Um, and then on the 30th, it is Control Your Narrative versus AML and Winston Salem. I mean, Future Stars of AML. And then I'm doing Control Your Narrative versus AML. On the thirty first, um, uh, for those who don't know, who Control Your Narrative is is run by Braun Strowman, or formerly known as Braun Strowman. His name is now Adam Share, um, the Titan, uh, Austin Aries, and EC3. It's an amazing show, different uh, perspective of how wrestling is put on. Um, we 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 truly enjoy ourselves. Like we all can be ourselves, and and the name is what we do. We actually control our narrative. As far as our characters, I am the father of the narrative. Um, and that is my character right now. So that's what we, well, I pretty much have going on right now. Uh, still finish up a couple of films, some independent stuff. Got a couple of magazines that's supposed to come out soon. Working on a comic book. 
um, that I'm being a part of as a project. So it's a bunch of different things. Like I say, you can't be missed everything if you can't do it, right? <laughs> That's right. Get the pussy incomes coming. Absolutely. And of course, you know, I got, got your nephew, Superstar Rome, on everything, too. That little oh, yeah, boy. He, he love it. He's, he's annoying. He's, he's, he's still in my spotlight every time I turn around. It's like, Daddy, I do that better than you. Like, but little boy, if you don't get away from me, I'm gonna kick you right in the back of your head. Uh, well, I guess I'm, I thought Brown was gonna pop back in, close out. If, if he can get in, yeah, if he, if he, if he can get in, we about to have a storm. I just look, I've been hearing the damn, yeah, I'm back. Uh, having a little technical difficulties, but I'm back in the place to be. Uh, <laughs> it's great to hear all these great things that you guys got going on. Uh, me personally, um, I've just been focusing uh, on promoting uh, some of my projects that I have coming up. I know uh, I have a nonprofit organization that I'm, I'm running called Blue Hearts for Autism, and I'm, I'm currently getting funding uh, to run out of that um and uh i got some big projects coming man but i can't get it out right now <laughs> but in general uh this podcast man i think this is a this is a great thing for us and i want to keep on uh pushing out more content we got great things coming up uh we trying to plan, plan on scheduling some interviews uh with some indie wrestlers and established wrestlers as well as entertainers who uh love wrestling man you know what i'm saying so we can't wait to see how this podcast grow uh thank you guys for joining us uh let's get some final words lp you got any final words for people i look both ways before you cross the street and always brush your teeth every morning Yes, it's this is closing words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have closing words. My uh, never trust a man with two black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no funny, I ain't got no funny closing words. My closing words is closing words. Goodbye, <laughs> good night, have a good evening. Uh, it was an amazing show. We look forward to, to dropping another episode in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm sure uh, Brian will be able to post all that in the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. Um, you can see all the links down in the bottom. Uh, on Twitter is the Best Wrestling Best Damn Wrestling Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So if you guys want to follow us, see what we got going on, make sure you join those links. Fellas, it's been great. In the meantime, between time, you do your thing, I do mine. Salute to y'all. Have a great night. You too. Peace. That's not my statement. Everybody for joining us. Uh, we are the best. <laughs> it's over. The show is done. Fade to black. Cut. Cut. Y'all have a good one. All right, brother. All right.